files case files welcome back welcome back to the basement agent let's look through another cold case uh Are these cold cases <laughs> i don't uh, know konichiwa uh <laughs> this is our x-files podcast <laughs> this is our x-files podcast where we all uh, adopt personas of other people uh, also Bert, you're talking a, you're talking a lot of shit you're talking a lot of shit for a fellow wearing a last guardian t-shirt with kanji on oh, it yeah it's seriously out of control <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've all become we're all, we've all become anime the bit continues this is my my weeb episode where i go off king about um all my <laughs> japanese favorites before i um, talk about the x-files <laughs> speaking of before we talk about the x-files but i do want all of y'all's reactions to this on 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 uh an audio record speaking of like go off king uh so who saw uh <laughs> who saw the uh what the girl what the hashtag girl boss lean in crowd is saying about Ghislaine oh, Maxwell. Of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo as we Jeff record this here. we are relishing the potential that Ghislaine Maxwell I, uh might well, be assassinated. Yeah, yeah Mary oh, no, no, oh. rise again. We should be I'm, clear by the time this comes out Ghislaine Maxwell she's, she's dead. But I, 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 I bring this up because the very specific uh, reaction of a very specific lib uh, section of Twitter counts as a cognito hazard. Like we are the moment I read this out <laughs> loud to you, you will become the subject of an X Files episode. Hold on, excuse me. Uh, Deep Throat just came in my room. And, uh, <laughs> he's deep throating you. He's, it's amazing. He's making the the hope that hyoid bone is working fine. He's got yeah. that little sign that says "wrap it up," but he's like pointing to it. <laughs> <laughs> so so Hunter J. Collins says so, and this is probably like a code. This is probably a coded phrase. Who knows if the smoking man is behind us? Hunter mm-hmm. J. Collins says tomorrow could get real ugly. Is Lane Maxwell has her day in court? She could be the one that brings down Trump and the mob, unless it's the treason and financials. Remember, it was always going to be a woman. Um. <laughs> And then someone responded. Because they killed the man, you fucking moron. <laughs> and then someone responded, get it, girl. And it's the little comic where, like, Justice, who's blind, is, like, holding Trump back and handing the scales to the Statue of Liberty and says, I got this. Um, and then someone else uh, posted the, we can do it, lady, the Rosie the Riveter with, yes! And finally, uh, someone said, quote, tell me how I'm feeling feeling good with a like winky kissy face with a heart and then there's a little lizzo chiff under it this is i do my hair tosh check my nails the problem Um, is is you can't you can't tell how many of those are ironic or real it's impossible at this point do you Um, (laughs) do you think he is lane maxwell had girl power um (laughs) the the answer is going to set up a follow-up question from eric andre um (laughs) but um yeah i mean uh when you when you run a pedophile sex ring, I mean, you you really it, it's girl boss squad goals. And a girl. Uh, li- hold on, also really really quick, really quick trigger warning. I have tryptophobia. Please warn me before you talk about rings. Oh God. <laughs> um. Well, hold on. I got to delete this screenshot of Goatsy I was about to send to the Google Hangout. Um. <laughs> um Goatsy never triggered my tryptophobia. No, he's got Are a ring. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of real conspiracies, like, you know, the billionaire pedophile like, cabal that runs our entire world. Like the fact that um, a bunch of nerds have been trying to gaslight me into believing tryptophobia is real my whole life. Um, I think it's not gross. real. Ooh, I think Katie has tryptophobia. I all, every it. nerd has tryptophobia, and they're all lying. It's so... <laughs> okay, Anyway, so, back to the real real conspiracy theories. No, I want to run on this tangent. I'm sorry. So if Mary thinks... I'm sorry. If Mary thinks tryptophobia is fake and everybody's making it up, my thing for that is synesthesia. I think everybody is making that up. Like, everybody who's ever said... You know where they, they taste colors or whatever? Yeah, but that's you're straight so edge. You've fake. never done psychedelics. That's true. Yeah, but that's not... Uh, people uh, people that have it say it's say. natural people that say oh, they have it yeah. say it's natural yeah that's bullshit those like, people no. are lying mm. that's not true they're lying much like demisexuals yeah Ooh. they're not demi more i Ooh. can see through it uh or they or, <laughs> they think they hear <laughs> music as colors or some nonsense like that it, whatever it is i don't know what it is but it's bullshit it's a yeah. lie I, I think they're uh so this is our conspiracy theory episode yeah, you know what we could call this episode? We'll talk about show. a great conspiracy theory. We can call this episode Two and a Half Men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Katie is supposed to be here. It's fine. Well, we can call this we could call this we could call this episode uh The Smoking Gun Two and a Half Men. Um <laughs> Well, as Mer pointed it. out, this week uh we're without Katie. Um and we're for keep rolling these episodes through, so the crew you got to say is Mayor, Bert, and myself. And we're going to talk about episode two of the X Files. Uh, attack of called? the Attack of it's, the Clones. It's called Deep. It's called Deep Throat. Okay, great, great Which idea. Which was funny the first time I encountered it as a concept in Metal Gear Solid. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm not going to spoil Metal Gear Solid for anybody, but a character named Deep Throat calls you, and I was 12, and I was like, "That's funny." Um, <laughs> there are Claymore mines I'm, around there. There are Claymore mines around there. And now I'm a 33 year old woman, and I saw that the episode was called Deep Throat, and I went, "That's funny." No, I um, would like to bring up. So nothing I, you, changed. You may be getting to this, but I would like to bring up that the two times Deep Throat showed up, shows up in this episode are in a private men's bathroom, and also right after Mulder has run an entire mile and is hot and sweaty in his gym clothes. Um, there may no. I don't believe in coincidences. Is all I'm saying. Um, of course not. Well, this is next Files episode. It's all there's. This is all building together for one grand purpose. You mean like the reveal that Deep Throat is super gay? It's fine. I would like that <laughs> yeah. if that happens. Um, not that. Not not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course not. I'm just saying. Uh, you know. Well, this is this is character actor Jerry Harden, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> this is going to be okay. So, anyways, uh, this is episode two. I had, a, I had a teacher named Mr. Harden when I was in seventh grade, and we uh, we did not let him forget that his name sounded like Harden. See what I'm saying? Jesus Christ! <laughs> so they meet a guy with very, very bad skin condition, um, and that's our introduction to this character of Colonel Budhas, who is apparently a guy that flies UFOs, more like Colonel Budhas. Well, he is sitting there like in a, it's the funny tiny whiteies, um, <laughs> with again very severe skin condition, um, and then Mulder and Scully investigate this. That's their big case for this one. They see some UFOs, which I think are interesting because, like, uh, only two months ago, I think, in the middle of this entire pandemic, the uh, Air Force revealed that actually there are UFOs that 
actually have footage of, and here you go, public, here's what it looks like. And also, we know who Deep Throat was now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. Important distinction here, and, and it's- Well, yeah, it wasn't known at this time. No, no, yeah. not when this episode was out. Important distinction with this episode that it actually makes is, like, I mean, we do see actual- popular conception ufos in this episode but the ones matt's talking about are just like lights in the sky floating around and this this is like the distinction is like ufos like most people think like oh a big obvious flying saucer but in you know it's just it's flying and it's unidentified so who the fuck knows but uh yeah that it's kind of important here because the because when scully sees it it's just some lights and that could be fucking anything and when Mulder sees it, it's like, I mean, could it be really obvious? This, this is this this again is like part of the, my challenge with like enjoying uh-huh. the X Files as a fan in 2020 is like Mulder or Scully, as usual, sees something that mm-hmm. is very obviously a paranormal experience, no. and is she's it? like, nah, no, that's probably not, probably not. Well, Definitely no, I mean, it, it very not. it very clearly might not be that. That's that's Have the you... delineation I'm making is that when Scully is there, they're next to an airbase. It could very, and the government is always up to crazy shit on this show, so it could very likely just be something made by the fucking government. Um, and also, have you ever seen spotlights projected but the, against like low flying cloud, like low hovering clouds? That's the other you thing could, she you says can tell if there's yet. clouds in the sky. Yes, not yeah, at, I mean, not I totally at night. Could. Not really. Well, I guess you, you can. can't. I've been living in New York for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is like the the delineation is very clear because when Mulder and Scully see it, it's like okay. That could be a bunch of shit, and we don't. But it, like aliens is is on the list, but it's a long yeah, like list. It's a it's a big jump, you know. Like from oh, this is quote unquote sufficiently advanced technology, you know. Like hmm. if you showed a supersonic jet fighter to a Civil War soldier, he'd think it's a chariot come down from heaven to exactly. bedevil me. The Fey <laughs> have erupted through the veil, um, you know. And so, like maybe the Air Force is just working working on something that humans have come up with. It is a jump to see those two lights flying around in the sky and go, "Oh, reptilians are real." You yeah, in, in Mulder's and case, it'd be like, aha, well, not. those are the exact aliens in- that kidnapped my sister. Like, that's exactly yeah, what's going through in, his brain. To see yeah. them and go, ah, the sky Jews I've heard about in all of my conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, and then, like, when Mulder sees it again, now again, even when Mulder sees it, though, he's at a fucking airbase. And it's a big, mm-hmm. triangular, weird thing. And, and I mean, you know the, the concept is, this is aliens, but... My but. my thought would be this is some fucking aircraft the military made they didn't tell anybody yet and and that's all that is but of course we're on the X Files so you know what's um, I think what's interesting about watching this episode in 2020 is that mm-hmm. the concept of a ship that can do all those things yeah is that we we live in a post drone world and we exactly. have unmanned we have unmanned vehicles first of all the idea of a test pilot is quaint mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah. We will find the next time we enter uh, a, a like a hot inter empire war that the entire concept of a fighter of a manned uh, combat vehicle is asinine. It's over. A very um, good point. Yeah. Um, but, but, but 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 and and so that's not that remarkable. The things that those ships were doing weren't that remarkable. Like even the thing where the ship like stops and hovers. Like we figured out how to do that with jets, and it turns out it sucks. Yeah. Um. It's uh, it sucks. It's, and it's not very useful. It looks for, like, cool. Much it costs. 
Yeah. It looks cool. Sort of Harriers look cool, and it was a fun boss in Metal Gear Solid 2, but it's exactly. not especially useful on the battlefield. But um, the we also know now that the architecture of the human brain is so complicated and weird that, like, what they're doing with the planes that is the focus of the episode is sort of like, yeah, okay. Um, but what they're doing with people's brains that is sort of written off as, like, a conceit of the show was yeah. like... Oh, yeah, no. That, I want to stick with that because, uh, so long story short in the episode, the wife reaches out to Mulder and Scully because her husband, Colonel Budahas, um, is not behaving himself, right, not behaving himself as he should, and she thinks he's been brainwashed or replaced in some way. And then they start to investigate that, and then the men in black literally go after uh, Mulder and Scully and Mulder because he saw the flashing lights and um, triangle ship gets brainwashed himself. And he, like, leaves this episode, by my reading, a PTSD-ridden wreck. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, episode like... Episode one. This, yeah, that's episode two of, oh, like, yeah. a 24-episode season. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. in any in any other TV show, like, today, this would be the start of a multi-episode arc for his character yep. to, like, recover his humanity. And in the '90s, it's like, yeah, he he got shot. It's fine. He'll be fine. The next episode, it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. The hey, Mulder. Hope you like brain damage because we got you. Um. I I would like to touch back on on the drone thing because it's very it's very good. You bring that up when they're talking to the stoners, which uh you know Seth Green in an early appearance and his what? Early oh my career. god, yeah. he's like this hey, is before. He- uh, the UFOs, we hang out, we watch UFOs, and my dad's Dr. Evil. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was before, like, he, he was even, he wasn't even, like, can't hardly wait yet. Like, he no. hadn't yeah, yeah. been in any This was four years before even Buffy. It was oh, before yeah. Buffy, yeah. Really early. So, which, is a, which is a bad television program. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking, Mulder and Scully are talking to these stoner kids in a diner, and he, he even brings up, like, oh, yeah, these... He, he's like, yeah, they, with this kind of technology, they could like, drop right in on Saddam Hussein. Ha ha. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, this is so strange to watch in 2020. Just like, that's exactly what you're saying though. They didn't know about drones then. I mean, we didn't even, did we, I don't even think we even did. We had drones during Saddam Hussein times, but like, we're so far past that point that like now none of this is even like, if, if we had seen those lights now, we'd be like, oh yeah. They're flying drones around the fuckers, like, um, and they probably are used to kill people in the Middle East. It's just like pff, that's probably what they're doing at that stupid airbase, you know. It, it, aliens doesn't even enter your mind now. Um, no. Well, but I mean, that's sort of like the that's I think always the tension in conspiracy theory stuff, and I think that's sort of interesting to like. I want to dive into that a little bit more this episode in terms of like the imperialism and like in 1993 we were bombing, you know, Iraq. Yeah. And the, idea <laughs> the first that, time. Like, yeah, the first time. Yeah. The idea that, like, there's a vast conspiracy that's actually where our attention should be, as opposed to, you know, the world that lives that we live in and, like, the imperialism around us and, you know, those kind of cons- quote unquote conspiracies. Um, it's just to me, like, this, like, really interesting sort of, I don't say solipsism, but the attention of, the conspiracy theorists to those things as opposed to the the larger or the the real world things that are happening right now i always find kind of interesting and maybe vain that like you know the ufo conspiracy is the big thing as opposed to like 
Well, also our government conspired to in- invade Iraq and make up fake things, you know, and, and pump the news media full of um, um, those things. Like those things are all provable and real, and we know them. There's a line... the government. Let, the government let more people die of a pretty easily contained plague than died total in Vietnam. Uh, like it, it was still happening when the X Files was coming out. Um, there's yeah, there's an amazing yeah. line in this episode which I should have written down. And I'm going to try to find right now by Scully. Uh, what does she say? Um, <laughs> I keep waiting for her to say another slur because she called that one person a vegetable. A vegetable. Yeah. Yes. Well, she was pretty mean to the stoners, I guess. So, and this is what I want to draw back to. I think to talk about the dynamic between why you're looking that up, Bert. Yeah. Uh, the dynamic between like Mulder and Scully. I still, I still go back to he's hitting on her. Like the start of this episode, they're at the bar, and he like leans way in, no, way into her personal space, mm-hmm. leans in, and she kind of like pulls back. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I think Mulder's a sexual harassment lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh, I don't get that impression. It's, it's just so. I think, I mean, it sounds bad. He likes to push boundaries. Yeah, but yeah, that's just I think, generally I think he likes to push thing. boundaries, but yeah. not in a sex way. I think he's a rascal. Yes. Um, I think he's a rascal and a bit of a scoundrel. And, but I, I don't think a it's bratty in a sub. Yeah, I don't think it's For in sure. a sex way. Um, I think he is the 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 sort of the er investigator. You know, he sees little loose threads or little like little like things around him saying no and he wants to test them um and if you know if that is done in a ah. sex way uh-oh uh-oh i found it. um um she's yeah. talking to miss budahas and scully says you know the government is not above the law and i was <laughs> they cannot they cannot withhold information that's what she says well <laughs> agent scully is saying it's like woof like, she's supposed to be the rational one. And she's like, ah, the yeah. government would never do anything wrong, Miss Budahas. Why would we ever do that? It's like, oh, Lord. Like, Chris Carter's, like, typing this out, like, mm-hmm. Let's have, <laughs> let's have the science lady say this one. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, have you ever, have you ever met, like, people with graduate degrees who support Elizabeth Warren? That's, yeah, like, that's what we got, unfortunately. I think that's all of, I thought that's only people that can support Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I mean... Hey. She's got a plan. Um, it's Sco- and she's got a yeah. very big structural dog. <laughs> big structural Bailey. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, this episode, we had the first X-Files theme song, which was awesome. Oh, it was really good. Um, why does that little man get shrunk down and go into the red part of the that's, hand? Is that's, like my, ba- that's my favorite part of the intro. Because it's like... Is he like a bag? Is he a bacteria man? Yeah, no, we got we got an amazing world, uh, you know, uh, adventure. It's so uh, going on there. unsolved mysteries. It's like here's a random fucking so dated, yeah. surrealistic. It's not dated. It's 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 a random surrealistic horror movie thing that has nothing to do with anything. I'll play it under this creepy music. I'm like, hell yes, get in. I have no idea what this has to do with anything, but I love it. Um, they then they have like the. The video of the ghost going down the stairs. Paranormal activity was not even a thing at this point. 
Like, I watched that movie. I watched that movie the day before I watched X Files because um, I'm having a very bad day, and Paranormal Activity is like the exact. I realized that it's the only. Sh- uh, you know, some people have their Fridays the Thirteenth. Some people have their. I, I love found footage films. I really I, do. It's I don't a love. I don't love any of them except for Paranormal Activity, and I've seen all of them except for Paranormal Activity, mm. like the marked ones or whatever. I love like Cloverfield, Paranormal but, Activity, like all these shitty, shitty, I, shitty. Y'all, Blair Witch is was, like one of my favorite horror movies y'all aren't even bringing it up (laughs) it's really good um but i watched paranormal activity and the whole time i was thinking like i should have just called Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mulder just show up and take care of it um yeah so right uh, or or what is how is the government benefiting from this demon bedeviling this day trading (laughs) douchebag well it was a grand conspiracy that they were trying to explore the sorcerer like uh, satanic influences and they found a particular item and that's why the whole thing happened yeah, it was definitely it, I do a government come back conspiracy to, like whenever I hear about these government conspiracies I just always come back to like 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 you can talk to people I don't know if you've ever been to like Frederick, Maryland um, mm-hmm. it's near a uh, pretty notorious army base um, that handles a lot of like bioweapon stuff and people are just constantly getting cancer around there and getting all sorts of exotic diseases and there's a not yeah. there's a not unreasonable theory uh that the origin of that the origin of uh the hiv of hiv was not in fact africa and that was in fact it's it's a conspiracy theory but it's a re- reasonably credible one um that hiv was sort of an escaped bioweapon from frederick right but it's there and people are just constantly getting sick around it and there aren't like men in black right and then when hiv and and, like with crack like everybody knows you know there was um uh, a lyme disease outbreak i believe in the 70s or 80s but but really people thought was came from that that bioweapon area but really quick they don't need to hide anything we live in a world in a world where this disease came from africa or escaped the army base or whatever and just started uh, infecting thousands upon thousands of undesirables, and the go- and representatives of the government literally laughed about it, right? On record, and we're like, no, of course we're not going to fucking do anything. Eat shit. Um, and then no, and then, and here's the trick: nobody fucking cared, right? And so the whole, to a certain extent, also in 2020. The whole premise of the X Files is kind of laughable because they don't hide these things, right? Because they know you can't stop them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's kind of quaint. It makes it Scully especially seem quaint. Um, yeah, I, I think so. An important well, think- barometer for for I think X Files fans call them mythology episodes, and and yeah, then yeah. they have like episodes of the week or monster of the week episodes. So the the important like barometer is. How much, how involved is the government with whatever is going on in this episode? And in this case, it's like I said with the pilot, it's like sometimes we have an episode where a bunch of stuff happens and at the end you only need to like get one thing that actually happened, which in this case is Mulder saw a UFO and had his brain wiped. That's it. Like that's, that's all that really, and and they met Deep Throat. That's all that really came, came out of this episode, but like. It was still 45 minutes or whatever, because stuff happens that ends up not being like 
Yeah. They find all the evidence. Was- the men in black show up and take all the evidence. So therefore, all of that yeah. was undone and it didn't happen. But they had well, the experience. It's, it's a little bit like world building. Yes. Yeah, true. You know, I, like, I, like I we know that the episode. The, mm-hmm. Oh, no, the episode's great. Like, this is like no, building I like this it. texture of the universe that like, you know, not only are UFOs real, but there is some kind of connection between UFOs and the military. Like, well, that's starting to like build that overall mythology. I mean, not to not to rain on anybody's parade. I will say like, because I did like it. I will say that the further it keeps going with that formula, the more like tired of their shit you're going to get at one point. Because like, it can only happen so many times before you're like, all right, I get it. Like, I know the formula now and it's it's become tiresome. But and, and also there's only so many ways you can do it. Like, there's only so many ways you can have them driving along the road and then have the men in black show up or the men in black burn their apartment or motel. And then you'll be like, all right, can we just make some progress? But since it's early on in the show, it's totally fine. Plus, we're meeting new characters. You meet the smoking man, you meet Deep Throat and stuff like that. Mythology has a platform to spring off of. Um, I will say, like, so the other thing is I do like the conceit that, like, very clearly the show is leaning into are ufos real are aliens real probably but i like that whenever we kind of get into that it becomes like yeah but what about all this shit the government is doing and how is that related to like the cover-up by the government is seen as almost as important or more important than the existence of the aliens and i kind of like that aspect i i like that it's like not so much like the conspiracy about the alien show so much as like um how that's being covered up and for what reasons there's a good mystery yeah. aspect to it yeah um, um i do like that the show pretty nakedly recognizes that the forces yes that are and it's not republicans but that the forces responsible for covering all of this shit up and manipulating test pilots and hurting people, it recognizes them as like reactionary, authoritarian, and or right wing, right? right? Like the shows, it does it doesn't say it because it was the '90s and it was, but we were supposed to be nearing the end of history and we were supposed to be trying to put those things behind us. But you can tell that like so far, whenever so far the people who are in opposition to the exposure of truth are like high up members of powerful hierarchies or people who are distrustful of outsiders you know Um, yeah does that remain true matt and bert that there's also the notion that like Mulder and deep throat for example and to some extent scully are the goodens and that's kind of like i don't know how many you know actual good doers there are in the government trying to let the public know about all the nice things but i mean they are kind of fringe cases in, in Mulder's case anyway um and skull well, this is me yeah go ahead this is me being influenced by um um listening to mike duncan's excellent revolutions podcast he talks so about good robespierre um the idea of like a citizen of virtue like like if, if you have virtuous citizens you have a virtuous government and a virtuous governance Okay, and I think there's elements of that belief that undergird a lot of like Western liberalism and a lot like of the show that like Mulder and Scully are virtuous people. They're good people trying to do good things. It's not that the systems are bad necessarily; it's that the systems are stacked against them. And I think that's sort of like you're, you're talking about the sort of tension in terms of like who is the masterminds, who who is the people working against them. 
they're in the FBI. They're the people right. that hold people accountable for violations of crimes and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I find that that like theme to, to undergird a lot of it in terms of like what's what's the cosmology of Chris yeah. Carter and how he abused this world. The show the show hasn't really gotten into this, and again, it's not really spoilery, but I do appreciate that sooner or later it gets into the they work for the FBI, so and they're clearly working against the government. So at some point their job functions are going to clash with like what they with their actual motivations. And it does happen on the show where it's like y'all need to stop looking at this case and y'all need to not do this anymore. And you know, how are the characters going to square with that? Which I appreciate that. The idea that the air force security base is like antagonistic towards the FBI and like, would be like, Oh no, fuck you guys. Get off our turf. I was like, that that to me seems like such an alien notion to have happen in, you know, 2020 that there wouldn't be like more coordination or like I think that hey, does kind of uh, happen Air Force nowadays. Don't like this. Aren't there like? I mean, I'm not huge into the opsec shit and all that weird stuff. But aren't there like factions in the CIA and FBI that like hate the government and hate not the government but like the cabinet and uh... there there was. I mean, there's lots of discussion about potentially that like much of the war in Syria was a product of like the Secretary of State office backing certain groups and supporting them right. versus the CIA, which was supporting different <laughs> competing antagonistic groups. I mean, there's still them. all, it's still, in, and this is kind of my view on it, even though I don't know enough to say, I just assume they're all different flavors of shithead that hate each other for different shitheaded reasons. But um, because, you know, in my opinion, if you work for the CIA or the FBI, like you've been indoctrinated in, to the horrible shitty system yeah, yeah. yeah we, we don't have fox holders in there it's all just horrible people <laughs> but um oh, what i've been mentioning though is like if the fbi if my two fbi agents are going to go investigate this air force general as the fbi i'm going to be like shouldn't you guys check with the air force base first before you start investigating their personnel i mean i've never um, i've never seen molders so much as so I've never seen Mulder so much as mentioned that the concept of a warrant exists. <laughs> That's so. true. I th- well, I think this episode introduces Skinner, which is helpful because this is the first time you have the impression that Mulder has a boss. <laughs> Someone's actually telling him what to when do. Was, when was, was I, Skinner in this episode? When was Skinner in this episode? I don't remember Skinner. Um, I think you're... Okay, maybe it wasn't this episode. Sorry. Okay, good. Yeah, we have got there. How dare you spoil X-Files? <laughs> X-Files. How dare you? You... I think it's next episode. I'm sorry. I'm How sorry. dare so you? It. You've ruined my innocence. I was I was a virginal um, well, ex bride. It's it's okay because when you uh, Skinner is a man, ex bride <laughs> is like a terrible. Ex, and that's probably all the information you'll like, get about him. <laughs> yeah, ex bride is like the worst X Men. She just like supports the patriarchy. Yeah, well, um, it's like when the cigarette smoking man shows up. If somebody spoiled that, it's like. He's a man. He smokes cigarettes. <laughs> it's his character so You'll far. You'll see him a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I... So I'm, um, I think five days off cigarettes, and I was dreading the possibility of seeing the smoking man in this episode. Not in that. Uh, and, oof, okay, thank, yeah, thank gosh. Thank goodness. He, unless you're, I think unless you're watching, I mean, granted, this was two mythology episodes in a row, but they're the first two. I think unless, like, you're watching the heavy mythology ones. He doesn't 
he's pretty sparingly used. Like, unless you're on, like, a two-parter where it's, like, he's everywhere, but then the rest of the time he's not showing up all the time. Um, so, yeah, um, it's kind of weird, and what, there's kind of a weird tangential thing into the other pilot who is, as Scully would say, a vegetable, and he's, like, pulling his hair out for fly fishing lures? Yeah, yeah. And his wife is just like, this is fine. I love this. Tying bees to, like, the the fishing. It's like a maybe not even five-minute scene. Because she's like, oh, go over my friend's house, who also has, like, a catatonic jet fighter husband. And then they go over there and... Yeah, that that scene made me wonder. So she's super patriotic, obviously. Yes. She's like a... She's like a wives... Well, she's like a fucking... She's the American version of, like, a wife of the Luftwaffe. Yeah. You know, she married... Yeah, army wives. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and, uh, it does make me wonder, like, how far will nationalistic fervor get you? Especially if you are in the early 90s and the gender war has not proceeded as as far as it hasn't eventually and you're a woman isolated alone uh and this is you know right-wing suburbia so you're not really meant to socialize outside the nuclear family you're a woman isolated alone with a man who's very clearly not well um and also very physically powerful and kids um like how far does nationalistic fervor get you and then how much does the Air Force pay in this bribe? Um, they, and ha- yeah. have they given have they given her hints if he hey, have they given her hints like if he disappears and you remarry we will look for hush it. money you would know? make sense in this case maybe like who maybe there's a lot of insurance money in it for her. yeah I mean hush money doesn't warm your bed at night that's true and and, and she and how are you gonna bring how are you gonna br- what, you're going to leave this dude alone with your fucking kids? She probably so has a thing on the go. side, I don't know. Yeah, but it's still weird. Well, Maybe. I mean, like, this is this is a sort of part of the, the appeal for me of watching X-Files now mm-hmm. is because X-Files exists in this space of, like, pre-9-11 where I feel like nationalism, like, post-9-11, like, that would have gotten her a lot farther than it does in, like, 1993. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that where her fealty to the military state apparatus... Um, I push my glasses, listeners. Um, the, you know, her loyalty to that, you know, gets a lot of benefits and it's a, a source of like cultural power to, to have that status, to be a, 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 you know, a spouse of an armed forces person. Um, in 1993, I think, you know, it's kind of a career. Like we weren't, um, we hadn't designed our country towards permanent occupations in other countries like we have now. Yeah, well, I think also just like the first episode that I kind of talked about, I think there's just an underlying theme for the show at all times of, well, I mean, the the tagline is trust no one. So there's always suspicion. And it's not just the government. Like every time they go to one of these small towns, it's like, oh, shit. Well, is that guy with the press, or is he actually a super yeah, top level guy genu- working that at the military? That was genuinely scary. The moment where she like got back to the hotel mm-hmm. and he stepped out of her hotel room, 
my whole like abdomen clenched mm-hmm. and then the moment that like and he'd been so affable up to that point yeah and then the moment that she looked in the drawer and saw the gun and the, something as simple as a gun and a security tag and then looked up and he was just like sneering in rage and had punched through the window i was genuinely for this kind of corny early 90s show i was like <gasps> like i was oh my god i had chills yeah yeah but so it even scared. comes down to the the second wife lady the se- the stepford wife it's like she's like how yeah. could you bring fbi to my house it's like ooh who else is in on it like everybody's always quote unquote in it's, on it's it it's a it's a known well, it's a known secret. It's it's the right in this armed forces community or this air force based community. I'm assuming it's an open secret that everyone just doesn't talk about it, but everyone knows. Our husbands go in there, they get fucked up, and come out, and that's simply how things are. I mean, so the 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 concept of the known secret is super interesting too, because it brings me back, funnily enough, to like the State Department and the FBI. To a certain extent, McCarthy's assumptions uh, behind like the lavender scare. Um, and the hunt for homosexuals in the State Department mm-hmm. and working for the government generally were incredibly founded. And it was an open secret uh, that my people were everywhere um, in like lower levels in government agencies uh, because working for the State Department or like the FBI or whatever um, eats up a lot of your time um, and doesn't really leave you a lot of time to start a family. Uh, and often, especially with the State Department, requires a lot of travel, um, requires a lot of travel and a lot of being gone for long stretches of time. And, uh, of course, like, people who weren't really starting, it was a way, it was a job that you could do where people kind of wouldn't necessarily look at you askance if you didn't start a family. Um, and yeah, everybody, and everybody kind of knew, like, wink and a nudge, like, there was a thing, even in the army, it was like, if you fire all of the lesbians you will be firing literally all of your record keepers and secretaries and you will just have to figure it out. And everybody knew. Um, and that was sort of a benign open secret. Uh, but yeah, those, those have kind of characterized a lot of American governmental and military agencies. Yeah. It's just an interesting thing on this show that like, cause, cause yes, on like the grand level, like, you know, the cigarette smoking man and deep throat and all these upper level government characters are in on the creepy secrets that nobody knows about but also like they'll go to some fucking town population you know a thousand and there will be some weird grand conspiracy throughout like you know that's only spoken of in weird dives where they have pictures of somebody drew pictures of a ufo or whatever um i have a question yeah yes what do you think happened in roswell hmm um, I believe a UFO crash happened in Roswell. Like, totally 100% genuine that some kind of UFO crashed there. I... Um, what do you... UFO's a loaded, a loaded acronym. What do you mean by UFO? Yeah, that's the point. An alien craft. <gasps> oh. An extraterrestrial craft, okay. Correct, yeah. Um, I, for some reason, I believe that aliens are just potentially real to me that, in a way that ghosts aren't. I don't know. My, my, big, <laughs> my big brain hypothesis, um, I could see... It being very difficult to travel through dis- long, like spatial distances, I would wonder if aliens, air quotes, are actually highly evolved humans from the future. Um, they don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> no. And Bert, and Bert, Bert, what do you, Bert, <laughs> Bert, what do you think happened? Uh, um, Roswell. I'm 
you know, I'm more along the lines of um, the government was probably up to some bullshit that if if it was actually known to everybody is incredibly stupid and highly like illegal. Um, and they just don't go into detail because but they, they don't get to make to. the rules. What's the, what's what's illegal to them? Well, well, something that would. uh Something that would cause um, its citizens to, like, okay, this sounds quaint, but remember Roswell was back in when, like the 50s or something? 47. 1947. Okay, so if it would cause, like, an uproar among the populace or especially, like, local governments or stuff like that. Um, Now, granted, I mean, we're in the days where nobody cares and they just do whatever they want, but, like, it could even be, like, something that was planned for uh international like uh spy warfare or something like maybe they were planning ways to use chemical warfare against somebody and they didn't want it to get out you know something that would cause like you know a scandal and they were just like eh just get rid of it that that's more along the lines of what i would believe because again the jump from the jump from there's a weird aircraft incident to it's extraterrestrial aliens is like a huge leap yeah i want to i want to circle back and say have you ever have either of you ever heard carl sagan's remarks on the concept of the little the little green man uh and alien abduction i think so basically yeah if you go back and look at accounts especially from like practicing therapists in like the victorian era and then go back and read accounts from priests who basically filled that social function in medieval Europe, or, you know, look look at accounts from feudal Japan, um, that a lot of the things that people report as encounters with um, aliens are seem to be pretty universal psychological quirks that humans experience as, like, a combination of night terrors, a combination sleep paralysis. of the way that the human yes, the sleep paralysis, how the human brain processes certain sort of uh, subsonic sounds that still get like picked up uh, but not processed that sound like predator noises. And, th- and there's a sequence of things. And the way that these stories go with like, I was taken somewhere else where time did not flow correctly and strange things were done to me match. You know, you could sub out an alien for a yokai or for a member of the unseelie court. Right. Um, and so I will say I agree. Or a religious experience. Or a, yeah. Yeah, I agree, or at least I hope, um, because the uh, the Fermi paradox still has keeps me up at night sometimes. Um, I hope that ex- and that extraterrestrial life has existed, exists now, or will exist um, in the future. Uh, I do believe that unless we are way off on some stuff with physics... Uh, that like we would have if they're close enough that they if they're close enough or remotely psychologically similar enough to us that we would have heard from them by now yeah we would have heard something or seen something um, well there have been like some weird stuff hap- well, what, but really but okay, really then, quick but really quick I do I don't so I don't believe in I don't believe in little green men extraterrestrials especially not for Roswell. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do believe in an extraterrestrial and his name is Epstein. And Roswell <laughs> is <laughs> Roswell is where we witnessed his great becoming. Um um I feel like I guess my general feeling 
on like especially conspiracies involving the government covering up extraterrestrial life and like stuff like that is the government can't even keep like basic level conspiracies that they run in check like you know mk ultra was pretty incredibly obvious and it didn't take that much digging to uncover what happened and yes there are ones that are like less that they cover up a bit better but like I have a hard time believing they would be so good at covering up extra, like a a phenomenon as earth shattering as extraterrestrial contact, with enough competence that it would be a fringe conspiracy. But well, no, but it's not a fringe. But it's not a fringe conspiracy. Theory. It is because m- I just mean most cell, people cell dismiss cameras. like Roswell as an alien. I, I don't know what the general concept of it, but I would think the majority of the population would not believe that it was an alien event. I could I mean be cell phone cameras cell phone cameras exist, right? Like right. Um and uh, cell phone cameras exist and footage and photographs of UFOs have correct me if I'm wrong gone down. I want to live in a weird universe, which is why I believe in ghosts because that's that's the trick. If you want to live in a if you want to keep if you want to keep Austin weird, but for the planet for the if you want to keep Portland weird but it's planet Earth. You gotta go in for the woo shit. You gotta get woo woo because people can, people can debunk aliens. You can't debunk that my childhood friend's house was haunted and I got bedeviled by a. Here ghost. we go. So I sat in his room in the dark. They actually you know? did a poll in 2019. Gallup did a poll um, that asked, like, how many think that um, the UFO sightings can be explained by human activity or natural phenomena, and it was 60 percent. And 33% that is think otherwise. Still low. It's, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, about a third of people believe that UFOs are aliens, which is kind of high, but, like... We have three people in the in the chat, and one of them... Exactly. We, we, we fundamentally... And we are it. not making fun of you, Matt, no, to be clear. But I would say, like, a majority. I, I would say that's still... It's it's pretty high, all things considered, and I understand why people think it. But for me, it's like if 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 only a third of people are willing to conceive of that, then I think that there's no way the government was that good at covering it up. Um, I, I like, for example, you know, what's the percentage of people that think like, you know, MK Ultra happened? Well, I mean, like that's provable, but like more along the lines of like, um, you know, that know about like the Sandinistas or like the, um, you know, us bombing Yemen or, or funding military group, you know, like stuff like that. Like it's actually, some of it might actually even be, well, I mean, uh, that's like observable, the, if, but if you play Hideo Kojima's masterpiece, Metal Gear Solid, right. you, you will discover that in the late nineties and early aughts, a lot of the tactics changed from kind of ham handed attempts to cover things up, which they were still, that's they what were I mean. still doing in the X-Files is, times to just constant overstimulation. Yeah. That's like, kind of what I mean is like yeah. the stuff they try to cover up ends up just being an open quote unquote secret that like is factually observable, but they still try to pretend mm-hmm. it's not happening. That's how bad the government is at covering things up. Like they don't even like, they don't even really try to try. It's just like, yeah, we're not doing that even though they do it. So yeah, like I have no I reason circle. to believe they'd be that much better at covering up aliens. It would just be like incredibly obvious. And I don't think Roswell's I, on that level. Yeah. 
I do want to circle so, back because it sounded like Matt had a response yes. to my aliens are basically just yokai or fae viewed for a different, so, so for a different lens. How do you then? How do you integrate the actual UFO footage of aircraft behaving in a way that is impossible? From I, li- I literally our- believe in Hashem and go to temple every Friday when it's not pandemic. It's Tuesday angels. That's, I'm fine with that. I can live with that. Okay. Me enough. personally, like my answer to that is there's all kinds of um there's observable things about the world that are unexplainable because observation is dependent on, you know, human psychology and and understanding. Like the the nature of people is to try to explain things that Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, but the problem is is explaining things as aliens is the exact same concept. It's it's people trying to explain something they have no explanation for. So therefore, mm. I don't accept that because there's no like the evidence that, for example, we have that that we had an alien crash in Roswell is just as shaky as the evidence that it was a government cover up or the government explanation that it was just weather balloons because there's no evidence for any of those sides. So it's just like, well, we and don't know what the fuck it was. What is? What does the ending part of the episode talk about, though? I don't remember. I was very sleepy. They've been here for a long, <laughs> okay. long time. That's kind of... Oh, no, yeah, no. they've been here. So, Are you an ancient aliens guy? Am I going to have to uh-oh. explain why ancient no, aliens No, 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 okay. not at all. Not at all. No, uh, ancient aliens is racist. <laughs> no, Deep Throat and Mulder are talking about... The, and I think this is a great way to kind of cap this off this episode. Because Deep Throat poses the question that we are wrestling with here. He asks Mulder, I can't know. He I, says, I why do you believe in the wording. absence of, of all proof or whatever? Be, and then, and Mulder, and Mulder says, because the evidence presented so far has not been enough to dissuade me from thinking that aliens are real. Right. Well, that's, that's a faulty. And that's, and that's actually, I mean, that's a good explanation. No, that's, that's actually a very, right very bad line of logic because evidence is not supposed to. You are not supposed but to. Faith is fun. Yes, faith is fun, but it's faulty because you are not supposed to believe in things until they are disproven. That is not how logic and and science and like empirical thinking works. That's faulty. So what you're saying, Bert? So what you're saying, Bert, is that we have facts on one hand and we have my feelings. Exactly. On hand, and that the facts don't care um, about my. Feelings. So the problem, <laughs> the problem is you're approaching this from a line. No, I'm not going to do that. But it is, it you is. Made the cla- you made the classic Roswell fallacy. <laughs> you made the. Cra- <laughs> I win uh-huh. the debate. Mm, I'm a. Uh, and also, I want to talk about this these notorious B.I.G. lyrics very quick. Um, no, like the rap. Rap isn't real. It doesn't exist. <laughs> not only is it not music, but it doesn't. It doesn't real. Uh, no, but yes. the The problem is, is if you if you set up your conclusions, you know, before your your hypothesis, then you can't you you can't do that. You've you've already arrived at your conclusion and are trying to disprove the conclusion you have to start with I nothing mean, we're not, and then go we're not it. we're not running a, co- a conference on yeah on etiology we're we're passing a blunt around and talking about no like, for sure i'm just saying why Mulder <laughs> is wrong and alien oh yeah Mulder. Yes. Mulder is literally an agent of the state and should be practicing and, at least a little and more the factual rigor i mean it's fine it's fine in the grand scheme of the show because him and deep throat i mean deep throat knows more than Mulder, so it's fine but like the notion that Mulder is like, but I've made my assumptions and no one's disproven them. And then Deep Throat like taps his nose and goes, that's why you're the smart guy is kind of like, <laughs> not really, man. I, I know why we did it, but uh, 
that's not how any of this works. And it's kind of the same for me. Like, I think most people that are like, aha, that can't be explained. So it must be an alien craft is like, well, you started with the alien craft and you're working backwards. He, if it can't be explained, it can't be explained. And that's fine to call it I a mean, UFO. It's a, it's a yearning, right? Like you look up at the sky right. and think, wouldn't it be dope? Sure. <laughs> if we weren't alone. And respectable, it would be totally dope and killer and wicked sick. <laughs> As Seth Green would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll be back next week uh, with another episode. Um, episode three. And this is going to be Bert's favorite one because we introduced the character of Tombs. It's not my favorite, um, but it's up there. It's up there. I want to really quick before we go. I want to ask everybody. I want to ask Bert and Matt. Or Matt's the real alien expert. You're the alienologist. Mm-hmm. If, I were an, <laughs> if I were an alien, what kind of alien would I be? So I don't like dig into subtypes too much unless I'm looking for sort of like writing. I have an encyclopedia from the 70s of like all the different kinds of aliens from like various sci-fi things, like sort of like an illustrator's representation of what those look like. Um, I can look up and I'll I'll research and get back to you using Barton's thing. um, Because... (laughs) That'll be for next episode. Yes. And I, I can do that for you too, Bert. If you, if you, I'll, I'll bring it for everyone. Um, I'll bring an alien if you okay, want. Hold to on. Ask. What's what's my persona? I'm gonna pick up the chair. <laughs> what's my persona? <laughs> um, no, I would say, um, uh, and my answer would be, you're the you're the opera singer from The Fifth Element. Yay! There you go. Oh, what a perfect answer. <laughs> anyway, and see, like my first thing is like I'm gonna like look at people as like races from Star Trek, and like, but I think I'm a Klingon. But I want to know because I. Because the neighbor kid, whose house was very haunted, was also very into aliens, and he was always going to these websites and talking about, like, the canon of, like, kinds of aliens people believe in. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, like, the kinds of aliens that conspiracy theorists believe are, like, there's, like, Babylon 5 happening in orbit right now of these, like, various factions of aliens jockeying for power. Um, And that's the whole conspiracy that I'm not super into. Oh, but that seems fun. It does seem fun. Well, it does seem fun, but I am, I'm willing to believe that there's at least one alien race that's out there that try, that's been trying to make contact with us and maybe already has, um, or tried to do so unsuccessfully. And, you know, there's always like sort of like, you know, systematic patterns in terms of, uh, radio signals from various other star systems. There are stars that have winked out that we cannot figure out any specific reason why. Maybe someone completed a Dyson sphere. Around that particular um, it's star? It's observable space. There could be all kinds of reasons that are unexplained. Like, again, but uh, my the, job is now, to crap on You'd be surprised at how much you can but, learn. But the reason, the thing is, is <laughs> that... You'd be surprised at how much you can learn from basic um, astronomy. Like, you know, I took like a basic astronomy course. And, like, the amount of like things that you can detect is way more than you'd anticipate. It's just funny to me that, for, like, the, the people that are always... And this is not Matt. This is Fox Mulder. The people that are always, like... There's so many things. There's so many things we can't explain about the universe. They're always the first to try to explain everything. It's like, well, if you can't explain it, you can't explain it. You just have to give up and move on. I mean, you can try, but like, you're not going to jump to conclusions about Dyson spheres and aliens and and how my sister but got it's kidnapped. Fun, it's fun. I'm just saying. But it's fun. <laughs> it's the opposite of what you're saying. Um, yeah. Um, but um, yes, I want to know what my fursona is. It, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll get back to you on Next that. Episode. It does make me wonder why the aliens that have been trying to contact us are such fuck-ups and dipshits. I mean, like, we're fuck-ups and dipshits, so maybe 
It's just part of the course. Maybe. I just feel like they've done... I I feel like they have sent us the Always Sunny in Philadelphia game <laughs> of aliens. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> like, Roswell was just a Charlie Day It's just up, It's know? just a uh, day man and night man, or is that what it is? Yeah, it's like, all right, this time we're really going to talk to him. We're not going to do anything <laughs> stupid. Title card, the gang, the gang does title card, very the stupid. gang fucks a bunch of cows. <laughs> the gang mutilates cattle. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being a Always Sunny episode. You can follow the cast at Second Star Cast. Oh, still recording! <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Did you stop recording? Bye. Bye. Bye.